What's up, Internet? It's Christmas Eve. My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah. Merry Christmas. And a happy Hanukkah as well to you all. I don't want to leave that out. Um, That's fair. Because Hanukkah is a, is a really incredible holiday. And uh, I love all of my Jewish friends, especially uh, my best friend, Corey. I love you, bud. And I <laughs> cannot wait to talk to you later today. Um, yeah. What? Why what? are you looking at me like that? Nothing. It was just <clears throat> I lived in New York for 10 years. I have a lot of Jewish friends. No, I know. That I you... Know. That, nope. That, that, is, that is absolutely fair. Yeah. There's, there's so many holidays around this time of year that it's just like, you know what? Y'all are great. Yeah, and honestly, like, I, I, I have to say that as far as, like, holidays go, Hanukkah kicks so much butt because it's eight days of really solid food. And, like, Christmas is great because you get, like, <laughs> yeah. a day of solid food mm -hmm. and, like, gifts, whatever. Yeah, great. But, like, Hanukkah is eight days of, like, really, really solid food. Mm -hmm. And you know me. You know me. I'm all about good eats. Yeah. So, you know, I, I have to, I have to, like, you know, I have to acknowledge that it might be the better holiday. You know what? That's fair. It's basically kind of like already what we do, but longer and more of it. So like, yeah. I'm down. And I know? just really like Jewish food. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I like, I, 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 I've never had many like Jewish friends. There wasn't a lot of people in Calgary. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? In um, Alberta? No. But like, I do like Hala. Hala really. Yeah, it, it is interesting. It is one of those things where it really depends on where you grew up, right? Totally. I grew up where we grew up in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I felt like I didn't meet a lot of Jewish people. No. And then I moved to New York and suddenly I met all of them. All of them. And, um, you know, it, it was it was an eye-opening experience. Like moving to New York, you meet all of all people, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and suddenly I went from having a kind of very... Um, a friend group who mostly had similar viewpoints and childhoods to, to mine. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't meet a lot of people who didn't grow up in Calgary, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Uh, especially because I was only a kid there. Then as an adult moving to New York and suddenly experiencing this myriad of cultures and different kinds of li lives. Yeah. Um, it really opens your eyes to just how, how many different possible human experiences there are. Oh, for and, sure. Um, and I just have a great respect for them all because it's it's really cool. I love, I, I, I've loved getting to... You know, especially because we're in a field like entertainment where we meet so many people, mm -hmm. I've gotten to experience a lot of those different cultural activities. Totally. Uh, in a way that I don't think I would have if I hadn't moved to a bigger city like that. Yeah. And I've been to dinners for different religious holidays and I've gotten to experience those. And it's really, it's really, um, it's wonderful. And uh, it's just, I, 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 I wish more people could experience that. Yeah. I feel like we'd sure. all be kinder if we all realized how like, just cool each other's traditions were yeah does that make sense yeah 100 percent. i i find that like I, I feel like i have a similar experience although not quite to the same extent because toronto is obviously a lot bigger than calgary but mm -hmm. it's it's not new york you know what i mean well and it's still um, canada like canada has yeah. a like canada-ness to it does yeah. that make sense yes it does <laughs> it's very canadian it's very canadian yep well and it, it is interesting right because america has its own belief system mm -hmm. like there's like you, you're religious but you're also american and yeah they're like american thanksgiving is such a bizarre thing when you 
don't grow up with it and you get thrust into it. And I kind of grew up with it because my mom is American and we would, mm-hmm. like, eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah. But, like, I never realized just how just how into it people got. Yeah, I didn't know there was a parade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People get, like, I, so my first year in New York City, I, no, my second year in New York City, I was invited to, because um, I, 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 I didn't go home for Thanksgiving because my family was in Canada, so... Mm-hmm. You know, it was a very expensive plane ticket to go home where no one was celebrating. Mm-hmm. And so I I went to my friend's house in um, Rhode Island. She was like, come up to my family's um, Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, yeah, Dina, like, of course, I would love to. That sounds amazing. It was my first, like, real American Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And we, we started eating at, like, 11 in the morning. And there was just food on the table the entire day and it was like nine courses long there were televisions moved into the food area so that the football game could be viewed from every corner of the um the table and we all just sat in the dining room and watched football and like yelled at each other and ate constantly for like nine straight hours and i was like this is amazing but also, like, I felt ill for a month afterwards. I mean, yeah. I didn't feel okay till Christmas. Um, and I was like, this, I, I, it was a, it was a wild, it was a wild day. That's so, yeah. I was like, can, can, Canadians don't do anything like that. No. There is no equivalent. Canadian no. Thanksgiving is not like that at all. No, no, we literally, like, get a small group of people together and, like, eat a turkey or a ham. Yeah. Literally. Like, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah. Um, UA Josh in the chat is saying it's a consumer holiday. And uh, yeah, that's exactly Thanks, what it Thanksgiving, is. Thanksgiving, not so much. Thanksgiving? It's an excuse for Black Friday. No, no, no. Thanksgiving and Black Friday are separate. Thanksgiving is the Thanksgiving is the meal with your family. Yeah, but then Black it's an Friday, excuse Black for Black Friday. Black Friday is the beginning of Christmas. Uh-huh. Christmas is a consumer holiday. Thanksgiving isn't. There's no, like, gifts. There's no cards. There's no... Like, the only, the only people who are profiting off of Thanksgiving are... Like grocery stores, right? Like, yeah, sure. I mean, I guess, but it's just like you know, it is a thing to like. You have to spend a lot of money to get people together, and then two days later, you all go shopping like crazy. I don't know. It just like for some reason, I guess I've always just tied the two of them together in my head. Thank Um, you for subscribing for five months, War Gamester. Welcome back. Happy Um, to hear that your uh, base PlayStation Four playthrough of Cyberpunk is working. Yeah. And hello, Widget. Welcome in. Um, our, our friend in the chat, Wargamester, has mm-hmm. been uh, playtesting the crap out of Cyberpunk 2077 mm-hmm. on the base PS4. Yes. And apparently with the new update, um, things seem to be going well. Yeah, um, better at least. Only a couple of crashes, which is really, that's that's quite mm-hmm. good considering where the game was a week ago. Um, yep. But we've been talking about Thanksgiving. I wanted to talk to you because it is Christmas Eve. It is. So I wanted to know what were your family's Christmas Eve traditions? Um, we, my family would always have their Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, so, like, uh, Christmas Eve is kind of, in a different way, just as exciting as Christmas Day. Um, the the tradition is basically, um, have the turkey dinner on Christmas Eve, sit down, do the crackers, and, um, then we would open a present which is usually, like, some Christmas pajamas and, like, a few small things. Mm-hmm. So you get, like, one thing to open, and then everyone gets in the pajamas, and we watch a Christmas movie. Um, and that's, that's kind of what we did. I like the Eve. one present on Christmas Eve thing. My family did that, too. Yeah. It, um, was, it was nice, because it kind of... 
it was never like uh, like a big like exciting one. It was something just like really sweet. Like you know, you get your Christmas pajamas and then everyone would get into them, mm-hmm. and it was really nice. And then on Christmas Day, we would have our turkey stew from the leftovers. Yeah, my family, my mom would always have like the Christmas Eve gift picked out, yeah. and it would be some kind of toy or something for us to like drive ourselves crazy over. I remember one year we got Rubik's cubes. And my brothers oh, wow. and I spent so much time trying to figure out a Rubik's Cube. Oh, wow. And now my well, one of my brothers, Miller, can actually solve a Rubik's Cube in, like, like under a minute. Like, no matter what. he Yeah, because he just, like, figured... There's, like, there's a trick to them. Oh. Um, and okay. he just, like, learned that trick. And so it's wild. He can just kind of sit there and be like, done. And you're like, great, cool. Yeah, that exceeds my intellect level. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, we also, like, Christmas Eve was when we would go to church. Um, right. My family did not go to church. Yeah, we would have, um, my, the, the church that my family went to had a pageant. Mm-hmm. It, it, it would be like church, but it was, like, in skits. And so they would be, like, members of the community put on a play kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I remember one year, I might have told this story before, but I remember one year we're sitting there. And they had canceled Sunday school, so all of the kids were in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the church that we went to was in a curling arena. Yeah. Because um, Canada. And so we're in this giant, like, open space, and all of the kids are in there instead of being in Sunday school. And the play starts, and the first few skits happen, and everyone's laughing, and it's a good time. And then they get to this skit that is a woman writing a letter to her sister. And in the letter... <laughs> I, I feel like I'm safe to say this. I don't feel like... If you have any young children watching with you... Be very careful about what I'm about to say. Um, but in the letter, she writes to her sister, I think the children are starting to realize that Santa isn't real. And immediately, you could feel the, like, tenor of the room change as all of these parents in the audience realized that the church had just revealed to their kids that Santa wasn't real. And there was an uproar. And I, oh, it was hilarious. Like, the the church was apologizing for weeks afterwards. That's amazing. It was, and everyone was just kind of like, how do you, (laughs) how do you do that? Like, how do you not realize that there are kids in the audience? Yeah. Like, what were you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, that is such a huge oversight. I just, I'm, I'm, like, I've heard that story before, and it still is shocking to me. I'm like, how? Yeah, yeah, really nailed it. Especially, like, on Christmas Eve. Like, those kids yeah. are so excited about Santa coming tonight, and you're like, ah, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, that that was a mistake. Mistakes were made. Yeah, I'm sorry if I spoiled that Santa isn't real for anyone in our chat. I think um, Wargamester is very upset. Wargamester, I'm so sorry. Um, but, uh, no. No. Because <laughs> Santa Claus. Oh, yes. We watched Nightmare Before Christmas last night. That, yeah. was, that was fun. We watched Nightmare Before Christmas on the night before the night before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It was very fun. Thank you to everyone who joined us in our Discord for that. Should we get to the news? Absolutely. Should we do some news today? We should, we should do some news. There is news. Y'all, um, we've been talking about some Christmas stuff. It's been fun, but uh, this is going to get a little dark for a moment. Sorry about that. Yeah. But this is the news story. This is the big story of the day, in my opinion. I um, mean, yeah. We found out we're basically living in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly. Um, so... Uh, there is a, uh, world-renowned book series called The Third Body Problem, um, which is a, uh, best-selling, uh, sci-fi series from mm-hmm. China. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, uh, the first, um, uh, book written by an Asian author to win the Hugo Award. Mm-hmm. I believe that was in 2016, or, sorry, uh, 
2015. It won the Hugo Award um, for uh, Best uh, Book in, the, mm-hmm. I believe, the sci-fi genre is what the Hugo Award is. Um, and it was the fir- it was the first by a, a, a an Asian writer to do mm-hmm. that, which is really that, that's very cool. And um, so this this is a very popular international series, yeah. and it is being produced uh, for Netflix by a joint venture between David Benioff and D.B. Weiss from Game of Thrones, as well as China's uh, the the Chinese native group uh, Yuzu Group. Uh, and the chairman of that company is Lin Qi, uh, an executive producer on the upcoming uh, Three Body Problem um, mm-hmm. movie, the or uh, TV shows rather. He is currently in the hospital because he was poisoned um, by an executive who worked under him, who was involved with managing this IP. So. Um, there had been claims recently that there had been infighting about the handling of this property and how it was going to move forward. Mm-hmm. And it seems that this executive disagreed with the chairman and the way that he decided to handle it was by poisoning him. Yeah. Just slipped it in his tea. Over how a TV show is being handled. Because... Here's the thing. <laughs> I love... something to commit murder over. I love content. I love it. I love IPs. I love my Star Wars. I love. I love all of it. There is not one thing that I would commit attempted murder for. No. Like, no matter how bad I think you are messing up a television series, I am not going to try and kill you. Yeah. Like, I just wouldn't do that. Yeah. And I wonder, like, and I... I I don't know. Yeah, like, I want to know, like, what could have been so bad... Like, what was this disagreement over that was so awful that this person tried to poison another person? Like, here's the thing. Do we know what he was poisoned with? Um, yes. Yeah, so they, uh, they don't know what he was poisoned with, but, uh, the, 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 um, Zhu Yao, who was, uh, the person who is, uh, suspected of having done this, allegedly, he's not been, you know, uh, mm-hmm. confirmed yet or, uh, what's the word? Uh, he's not been, um, I don't know. Found convicted. Guilty. Convicted. That's There's it, it is. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he is actually a University of Michigan law school grad who, uh... That is suspicious. Joined the company in 2017 and rose to become CEO of the Three Body Universe, which is the branch of the, uh, Yuzu group that is, uh, in charge of this particular brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a CEO, like, here, and maybe this is just foolish of me but there's just a part of my brain that's like if you manage to become ceo of a giant company like this i feel like you should have enough sense to know that poisoning someone is not a good idea yeah but but at the same time like people be crazy Uh, yeah i just i don't really understand like what the train of thought was like was it like like was the intent to uh, kill him i i that you know what we don't know i mean yeah that's that's the thing like that le- <sighs> the, the the best part of this whole thing is um the yuzu group's co-president cheng fang previously denied such claims on social media saying there's no such infighting rumors are the real poison <laughs> wow no i think the real poison was the real poison was the poison in the um, tea. <laughs> yeah I shouldn't be laughing. This isn't a funny situation. Thankfully, uh, as of right now, the chairman is still alive. Yes. Um. He, but he has been hospitalized. I, I shouldn't be laughing. It's just that it's, it's such so a, like... It's so outrageous. Because it sounds like the ridiculous thing that happens in a movie. Yeah. 
Like, didn't that happen in Smash? <laughs> was someone poisoned in Smash? Yeah, didn't they have an allergy and someone knew it? Oh, and they tried the to, peanut like, allergy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Uma Thurman, I think, character had an allergy and they tried to poison them yeah. so that they could go on. Yeah, like that. The, like that is the kind of drama we are living in right now. <laughs> I also just love that the I, I love that in our modern day that this guy was like, you know what, I'm gonna get away with this. No one's gonna be able to figure out it's poison. But like they're gonna figure out it's poison. And um, yeah, unless he like I don't know, unless it could be made to look like something else. Yeah, but I, I, you're I, a law student. Like you don't know anything about chemistry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Unless unless you are a like brilliant chemist who knows how to hide chemistry shit in other chemistry stuff. You're not going to get away with this. Don't try. Hide Don't try stuff. to murder people. Yeah, just don't. Not My, worth it. The Christmas message from Nerdy Nightly this year. Don't try to murder people. It's not worth it. Have you seen How to Get Away with Murder? It's not yeah, worth it. Yeah, you spent five seasons slowly appearing on a show of less quality over time. True. Season one, great. Season one was so good. And then, woof. Well, because they got away with the murder, and then they kept murdering people. And I was like, why are you still murdering people? You got away with the murder. Don't kill people. You did it. Yeah. Don't kill people. They were like, well, this is the premise of the show, so it has to, like, remain the same. And I was like, well, yeah, but, like... just end the show. Yeah, I know. Like, you did something brilliant. Give us a season of television that's just, like... Yeah. And I'll, you know, I'll take it. And that's the problem with a lot of things, right? Like, there's so many shows that have such a brilliant premise that once it gets past a certain point... They have to, like, justify the show's continued existence. Yeah. And that justification is so hard. Yeah. Like, it is so hard for a show that isn't about a job that continues. Mm -hmm. Like, if How to Get Away with Murder had just gone on to be, like, a really interesting legal procedural revolving around those characters, I actually think it would have been more successful. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been the show. Yeah. Um, For sure. And... That's tough, you know, unless Mm -hmm. like a show like Bones or CSI, like where it's just, it's the job and there's always going to be another case because human beings suck. It's so much easier to keep going. Yeah. Um, but you know, any of these like premise shows, you run into a point where it's like there, there can't always be a bigger bad. Yeah. And, um, I feel like, you know, a lot of superhero shows run into that problem. Mm -hmm. Um, especially like, you know. You know, there's a point in Buffy where you're like, all right, there can't be a bigger bad than the devil. The literal devil has to be the worst thing we fight. Yeah. And it it, it, it is interesting. It, it becomes tough. Well, it seems as though we are literally in the season finale of 2020. Well, yeah, I mean, there's only five days left. Six days left. Six days left. Seven days left. Seven days left. Yeah. Including all of today. <laughs> Math is this hard. Year. This year, y'all. I mean, so we've already had a poisoning. What do you think... What What else do you think the season finale is going to hold for us? No. Um, not much. People kind of chill. <laughs> no, you don't think there's going to be some wild thing to close off this crazy year? I don't know. I feel like the pardons, Trump's pardons right now are pretty wild. That's true. Also, the new coronavirus. Yeah. Is pretty the wild. president pardoning people who are guilty of war crimes is really weird to me. Yeah. Not even... And, like, that's not even a political thing. Like, that's just weird. Yeah. I'm not, like, you know, um, also him, him, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, UA Josh in the chat asked, what was 2020's jump the shark moment? March 22nd, when I lost my job. Truly. Truly. Yeah, Trump we also like, vetoed oh. the military bill. You know what's interesting? We might go into 2021 with the United States government shut down. Oh, boy. Yeah, the, the, the United States government might be shut down over New Year's, which would be wild yeah 
Yes, it would be. Yep. So, yeah, this is truly the season finale of the year. Um, Don't chase it. You know what, though? Maybe Trump is just, like, really concerned about the um, making Twitch streaming illegal in the bill. Maybe he's an avid Twitch viewer. Yeah. And he just was like, I have to veto this bill because I don't want want my sweet, sweet streamers. He's like, I can't see Pokemon go to jail. Like, I just, I can't do it. Yeah, that's Um, it. That's, That's it, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. No, he wants to give. He, he actually wants to give more than six hundred dollars to people. Oh yeah, I saw that. After he demanded that it was six hundred. Oh, what is happening? It's the season finale, babe. It is the season finale. And it's Christmas. What's your favorite season finale episode all time? Uh. Um. Do you have like a favorite? That's tough. I really love... Here's the problem. There's a few from Game of Thrones that come to mind, Mm -hmm. but they're never the season finale. It's always episode 8 or 9 and not episode 10. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because the Red Wedding isn't the final episode. It's not the final episode. Same with the the, the Sept. Battle of Blackwater isn't the final episode. The the Sept blowing up is not the the final final episode. episode. But that one does come to mind. Like, Light of the Seven is such a just brilliant sequence. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, season finale. Change your mind from Steven Universe. I've heard so much good stuff about Steven Universe. I've never watched it. Me neither. Season two of Mando is, honestly, it's new, but it's up there misguided. You know what? Yeah, that's that. That's a good point. Like, also, season like, one of Mando? That was a great solid. series, or season finale as well. Solid, for sure. Um, I really, the, the, the finale from the first season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is really incredible. Mm-hmm. It's a great season finale. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it's it's hard to think. Cause there's so so many. I know. I'm oh, like, what the I the finale of season one of the Flash. Like, uh, it's still the best episode of the entire Arrowverse. Hmm. Is the 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 that that final episode of the first season of the Flash makes me weep. It's so good. Hmm. West Wing episode end of season one also great. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of my favorite season finales are season ones. Yeah. Because the first season is the thing that builds, like, because they know they have the first season, yes. they have a solid plan, and they always build to something really cool. Yeah, it's always, like, just well-crafted and thought out. Yeah. The, 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 actually, the, you know what is a great season finale in Game of Thrones is the the, the last episode of the first season. It's really oh, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With, um, with the Man. beheading, yeah. and um, that that's a really incredible episode of television. Yeah, that is true. And I remember watching it with people who hadn't read the books, because I had read the books so many times at that point mm-hmm. that, like, I was under no impressions that Ned's was going to make it, you know? No, no, no. Um, and watching it, sorry if that's a spoiler for you, if you've never seen Game of it's, Thrones. Sorry, it's been out a few years. But, Once it's um, been, like, a year, we've yeah. talked spoilers. Um, but, um, well, depends. Uh, depends on what it is. I'm yeah. not going to spoil the end of the show, but, like, that's season one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that watching that with people who had never seen it before and the shock at seeing the main character of the series be oh, wiped out. yeah. Um, I was not... Well, no, that's a lie. Actually, I had read the first book before I watched the first season. Oh, really? Yeah. I, so I, I used to try to do a thing where if there was a book, I would try to read it first. Oh, sorry, when I yeah. When I had more time. So yeah, I did... I watched it. It was like the first <laughs> episode of Game of Thrones. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's a book. Okay, I'll go read that first. And then I watched the first season... And then I was so impatient, I just jumped right into season two without, yeah. um, and then read the book after. But, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. The Game of Thrones is one of the few things where, depending on the season, the book and the TV show are better. So, like, I think that, like, the, I actually think that the first, um, 
actually think the first season of Game of Thrones is stronger than the book. Um, yeah. But that, I do think that some of the books later are stronger than the seasons. Yeah. Um, but the, the, I think the first season of Game of Thrones is perfect. It's so yeah. tight. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really, like, that first season of Game of Thrones is, um, it's really impeccable. Yeah. What they did with Truly it. Truly it is. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I love it. We're gonna, we're gonna do a rewatch of that soon. We are gonna do a rewatch of that soon. Mm-hmm. Y'all, um, what other news should we talk about? Uh, well, there was one more thing, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, there was. Okay, I was like, mm. Um, so Warner Brothers has, uh, put out some release dates for, we're finally getting the release date for that Mad Max Fury Road that you're starring in. That? Anya Taylor-Joy starring in. But, oh. you know, it looks like you. Yeah, basically me. Uh, so in 2023, you're gonna have a cosplay to do. Great. Um, when we re- see what Anya Taylor-Joy looks like as Furiosa, we might have to shave your head. Sorry, babe. Um, uh, no, bald cap. There's absolutely not. Uh, they also announced that 2023 will see a musical adaptation of The Color Purple and a family film called Coyote vs. Acme, which I'm assuming is going to be um, the coyote from, from uh, uh, Wiley Looney Coyote Tunes. from Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um, this seems far away, right? Yes. We, we already know the cast far. of this movie. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is going to be playing Furiosa mm-hmm. in this movie titled Furiosa. We are also going to be uh, seeing Chris Hemsworth and Yahya Abdul-Mateen the third um, appearing in this film alongside her. Mm-hmm. So it just seems to me like with the cast already in place, with everything already in place seemingly for months, I mean, we talked about this casting weeks ago. Yeah. I figured that this would be a early 2022 release, mm-hmm. um, but it does look like we're going to have to wait a few years for this movie. Yeah. I'm surprised. Perhaps they're trying to wait... Until like uh, until maybe like COVID regulations are lessened, so mm-hmm. that they can do more um, traveling. Well, perhaps? yeah, the, the the film will be series. Uh, the the this series typically films in Australia, so I'm assuming yeah. that this film will also film down there. Um, I also wonder if this might have something to do with just scheduling. Chris Hemsworth obviously is currently working on Thor: Love and Thunder, right? And Yaya Bill Mateen the third will probably be working on uh, Aquaman two. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I am assuming he's going to be uh, reappearing as Black Manta in that film. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so it might literally just be coming down to that. Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy is probably busy being in everything now because she's... Blowing up. Queen's Gambit has <laughs> certainly thrust her into the minds of the American household. Well, and here's the thing. You know, I'm glad she had that as well because we saw New Mutants mm-hmm. and, like, the movie wasn't good, but we talked about... The fact that we really part. liked her in yeah. it, and I'm really glad that um, she was given um, something else, something of, a, I guess, a higher caliber to put her into the cultural mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen Queen's Gambit yet, but we know people seem to really love it, so yeah. we're definitely going to give it a watch. Yeah, I'm excited to watch Queen's Gambit. I love chess. I was yeah, on the chess too. team in middle school, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I've I, I played a lot of chess, um, mm-hmm. and so I, I really enjoy the game. And I love the idea of an intellectual series um, around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last, the last really good chess thing uh, that I saw was um, Tobey Maguire was in a movie called. Oh, I can't remember, but he played a like a chess. Uh, it was a it was a movie about a chess champion who kind of has a really really difficult um, social life, mm-hmm. and it was brilliant. Tobey Maguire was so good in that movie. Yeah. Um, I wish I could remember what it was called, um, but. Uh, yeah, I really, really, really love things about chess. They're always so mm-hmm. fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, that documentary about the chess computer, very good. Mm, I can't yeah. remember the title. 
but if you ever see like documentary about chess computer check it out it's worthwhile um <laughs> um but i'm excited for until joy i i really like her yeah um, and too. i've liked her in a lot of things uh in the last few years uh the first thing i saw her in was um new mutants mm-hmm. um but she's the kind of she's the kind of person who seems to make really interesting career choices mm-hmm. so i feel like we're going to be seeing her in some very cool stuff moving forward and a title like Furiosa is going to be, uh, you know, the, the next step in advancing her as a, like, real movie star. Like a list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and I'm I think she has the potential to, I think she has that potential. She's a solid actress. Yeah. And, you know, as we saw in New Mutants, like, she can really elevate the material that she's in, mm-hmm. uh, make it more interesting mm-hmm. and um, watchable. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't, we're not going to do, like, worsts of 2020 lists, right? Like, we're only going to do, like, our best of 2020 lists. But if I had to do worst, I hate that New Mutants would be on it. Yeah. But it's just, that movie doesn't work. No. It wasn't good. It, and it's, 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 it's the, it's literally just, like, the script. It's not even, like, yeah. oh, they had a great idea and then it didn't work out. It was, like, no, where they started from was bad. Mm-hmm. And then they hired all the right people. But, yeah. yeah. Like, Maisie Williams? Great. Bad movie. There's just no plot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm so it really bugs me that that's the last Fox X-Men movie mm-hmm. I wanted it to be awesome because yeah. I love the Fox X-Men movies and so I wanted this franchise to end on a high note yeah and it's sad to me that it ended with Dark Phoenix which is a mess and New Mutants which is also a mess I'm sorry it's I mean it is what it is we'll always have X-Men 2 and we'll always have that's true Days of Future Past uh, and First Class that's and true. Uh, and Logan, Logan's really Logan good. Logan is a good movie. That yeah, is even true. the Wolverine, the one that's set in Japan. I really like that movie. It's fun. Yeah, I remember enjoying it. I don't remember the movie very well, but it, I remember enjoying it. Uh, Wolverine to me is similar to um, Wonder Woman in that mm-hmm. I really like the movie until the fight with Silver Samurai at the end, um, where it just becomes kind of a CGI weird fight with an old dude in a metal robot suit. Right. Um, it's mm-hmm. literally like frail dude in metal robot suit. Yeah, yeah, right. We right. We talked about this. Also, I, I can't. <laughs> this, this is. I'm about to bring up some gross imagery, so I'm sorry. But I can't really get over the moment in that movie where the guy cuts off Wolverine's claws and then sticks the prongs, the needles into his claws, and it just was like the most like disgust. Like I literally like. It's like Black Swan. Yeah, I just anytime anything enters like the nail bed or like yeah no uh-uh. oh. yeah that's a no for me it's very Thank off-putting you. and i get it like that yeah. was the image and like i it was supposed to be off-putting but boy was it yeah yep um misguided would like to know if you prefer witcher or game of thrones witcher or game of thrones oh god Dude, that is so hard really yeah okay. as a franchise like i love game of thrones a lot mm-hmm. but it declines in quality at the end i love witcher the show but it isn't as strong as any of game of thrones but the video game witcher 3 is maybe stronger than mm-hmm. game of thrones to, as an experience to me um oh we have a raiding party Hi, welcome Sears. in raiders Welcome to the morning show. Merry Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, I, it's tough, right? Because it's, it's hard to... Game of Thrones does not have a video game no. to compare to. And Witcher no. 3, the video game, might be my favorite experience out of the two franchises. Right. So, like, 
if we're just going TV show to TV show, Game of Thrones right now has a longer story. And it's just, it's hard to, Witcher's one season into what it's going to do. Yeah, and honestly, like, the first season had problems. Yeah, but but the potential's there for it to be really incredible. Yeah. Um, And I think that Witcher could overtake Game of Thrones on a show-for-show basis if it manages to lead like, up to an ending that yeah. really, like, works. Yeah, right? totally. Um, because I even say that I like season eight of Game of Thrones, but I still, I acknowledge it's the worst season. Yeah. I just happen to like all of the seasons so much that, like, the worst, it's like, it's sort of like the Attack of the Clones in Star Wars, where, like, yes, Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars live-action movie, mm-hmm. but it's still a very good, and I like it. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, Witcher 3 is such a strong video game that it kind of elevates that franchise to me. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, I, I get that. 100%. And, you know, there there is that there is a conversation to be had about... I think that I prefer video game experiences... Like, I think of video game experiences as being more intimate than watching something. Yeah. Because I am playing them because I'm because I'm active in it. Mm-hmm. And so an exp- uh, the 120 hours I put into The Witcher 3 is more hours than Game of Thrones was. Mm-hmm. You know, Game of Thrones is only 72 hours long total. Yeah. Um, and so it, it is just, it's an interesting kind of comparison. Mm-hmm. I also haven't read the books for Witcher. So. Me neither, actually. But the Witcher books are kind of at the top of my list to read right now. Um, just because I've heard that they're really, really incredible, mm-hmm. um, and I do, I do prefer that medium. Like, I, like I just love fantasy novels, mm-hmm. especially when it's like just a rich world. Like I know that The Witcher is. Um, so there, it's on the top of my list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, War games are saying you have agency in a video game and only an observer in movies. I mm-hmm. agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And there's video games where like cyberpunk, playing through cyberpunk the last few weeks. It's, it's been wild to have as much agency in that game as it feels like you have. Mm-hmm. And I know that everything has to be planned out to a degree because the actors had to record the lines and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. you know, there, there there really is an element of that game of like, oh, my cons- my actions have like real consequences here. Mm-hmm. And you can fail quests very easily sometimes. And um, then I just load back. But that's because I'm a cheater. Um, All right. Um, uh, well, I want the ending I want. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I want the experience that I want. And I love that video games let me have that a mm-hmm. lot of the times. Unless they're very linear and then I don't get the experience I want and then I'm just wrecked emotionally for months. Last of Us Part 2. I'm sorry. Oh, God. I still think about Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, that one was heavy. I have to say, I have to say, as far as, like, the most effective game of the year, Last of Us Part 2 wins for me. Because mm-hmm. I still think about it. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not sure I agree with all of it, but I still think about it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I do too, and I didn't even play it. I just watched you play it. Yeah, and I think that, like, when you're telling a story, that's, like, that's a sign of a, a really effective storytelling, mm-hmm. is when, you know, it leaves the, the, the player or the viewer to, to, to you know, it, it makes you question things about yourself and, like, how mm-hmm. you look at the world and, you know, what you would have done in the same situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it left an impression. It certainly did. Yeah. And I, I get that, like, it's an impression that people don't like having put on them, and I get that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I it's interesting, right? Because you're, like, upset, but, like, you being upset is kind of the point. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, I definitely, like, cried afterwards. Yeah, yeah like, me too. Yeah, we were like, oh, God. I cried in the middle. There was a point where I was like, no. Yep. <sighs> yeah. 
like uh, like the bride scene in Kill Bill. Yeah, Morgan Stewart. Exactly. Kill Bill is that that whole that whole movie is if you consider both parts right. one movie, um, <laughs> like Quentin Tarantino does. It is it, there is a real they say something about humanity in that, and mm-hmm. that that's the best kind of art. You know what I mean? Like I love I love when art really makes you question something about humanity as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why I'm excited. Um, <clears throat> so Soul is coming out on Disney Plus tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to watch that for sure. And um, I always trust Pixar to do that kind of stuff with their art. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very excited to see this movie just because I feel... Um, David Diggs was making some comments about it earlier that Pixar... Um, David Diggs, if you don't know, is uh, one of the uh, actors in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also... Uh, he rose prominence with uh, his originating the role of Lafayette Jefferson in Hamilton. Uh, and went on to star in uh, Blind Spotting, a movie that he was a, a producer on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually working on the TV show right now. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, very excited for that. Um, it's a movie about like racial relations and police mm-hmm. justice and stuff like that. Um, and so the show, I'm assuming, will also go down that path. Um, and uh, as well as being uh, in a bunch of upcoming stuff. He was in the Snowpiercer TV show. Oh, Second right. season that's coming. Anyway, mm-hmm. David Diggs was saying that Pixar brought in a lot of different black voices uh, to make sure that the character models um, felt authentic and mm-hmm. didn't feel like they were overdoing any stereotypes. They, they really, they brought in people from that culture to make sure that they were doing right by that culture. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I'm very excited. You know, I, I, Jamie Foxx is just such an incredible talent to me. And I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for Soul. I really, really cannot wait to, mm-hmm. um, to sit down and watch that tomorrow night after yeah. all of our work is done. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a really nice... It looks like it's going to be a really nice feel good movie Mm. like I feel no I feel like there's gonna be tough stuff in it but I feel like the overall message like I think it's going to be uh I think it's gonna in some ways be heavy but I think it's gonna be positive I'm anticipating like racking sobs oh yeah but it's a Pixar movie yeah I'm like I saw Toy Story 4 sad way I saw Toy Story 4 okay Toy Story 3 Toy Story 4 was like Oh my god. Toy Story 4 was the moment where I was like, oh, I have to grow up and be an adult. And that broke me. It really <laughs> broke sorry. me. Um, uh, Dark Dispatch of the Chat saying David Diggs was also in The Good Lord Bird. I haven't seen that. Me neither. But I would see anything David Diggs is in. Yeah. He's he's so cool. Mm-hmm. I just, like, he's the kind of person that I see and I'm like, oh, I wish I was cool enough to be your friend, but, like, deep down I know I'm not. You know? Like, yeah. we would meet at a party and he'd be like, oh yeah, cool dude. And I'd be like, I'm in love. <laughs> yeah yeah i get that toy story 4 is so good yeah i just i thought toy story 3 was perfect and you and i have talked about this but i thought toy story 3 was perfect so when i heard they were making a fourth one i was kind of like pissed so i didn't go see it here's what i'll say about toy story 4 versus toy story 3 toy story 3 finishes off the toy story the andy story right yeah. and like it's perfect in that and it's very yeah. emotional in that toy story 3 also made me cry yeah toy oh, story sure. 4 is a movie a for our generation to talk about, it, it talks to to our generation about the moment that we are in, of the transition into like real adulthood, and it is a uh, it, it it is the because Andy is not the kid in it anymore, mm-hmm. and we were always supposed to be Andy, right? Um, that was always the point of the Toy Story movies was that like imagine what your toys do when you grow up. Mm-hmm. That ends in Toy Story three. Toy Story four, we are the toys. And the kid in Toy Story 4 is our childhood. And Toy Story 4 is the movie about letting that go. 
Hmm. And it hits me so much harder than the first three Toy Stories because it puts... The, the viewer isn't watching their toy Woody on a crazy adventure. You emotionally are Woody in that movie. And the end of that film is about the real... Like, really growing up. Like, honestly becoming an adult. Mm-hmm. And it is so hard emotionally (laughs) to like watch a studio do such a good job of like ripping your heart out Mm -hmm. it's just such a good movie and the end of toy story 4 is absolutely perfect also it is the most beautiful animation i've ever seen i've never seen an animation studio um create like sunset lighting in the way that the end of that movie does it take mm. like the last scene takes place in the middle of a sunset mm. and the way that the, the 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 light throughout the scene goes from yellow to orange as woody realizes what the decision that he has to make is yeah the the, the transition from the yellow to the orange lighting is one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen in a film it really is i i've it it's 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 so it's so wild um and mm-hmm. that that movie just is really, really is brilliant, and I love it mm-hmm. very much. Oh dang! I'm sold. I'm gonna have to watch it. <laughs> um, War Games are saying you have the option to just be a man child. I don't. There, here's the thing, War Games. I hear you. Uh, like there are people who are like you're not an adult unless you have like kids and all that stuff. I think being an adult to me is when you are when you take responsibility for your own actions fully. Right. Um, and that's what being an adult is to me, truly. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna stop playing Pokemon cards. I hope to still be playing Pokemon cards when I'm 90. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, although at that point, I'm sure I won't remember all the Pokemon's names, because I already kind of don't. There's too many. We're, so we're approaching a thousand Pokemon, and like, this is a lot. But, yeah. um, I forget some of them. Like, I don't know all of the Pokemon that Vanilla Ice grows up into. I'm sorry. There's like, Vanilla Ice, and then like, Vanilla-ish, and yeah. then Vanillux. I do actually yeah. know all three. Yeah. Never mind. I take that back. Um, I, I, I don't think that, like, it's about, like, what you do with your time. I think it's about how you treat people and mm-hmm. how you take responsibility for your own actions. Yeah. And, you know, in the last few years, I've realized that, like, I, I wasn't really an adult until I was, like, fully in charge of myself. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. And if you're fully in charge of yourself and you t- decide to play video games all the time... You found the right community. Yeah. Here at the Nerdy Nightly. Y'all, I think that's going to be our show for today. Yeah. We didn't do much news. That we had two news stories. We chatted. And, and it's also Christmas. So it's like... Christmas. There is no news. Yeah. True. All the PR forms are on break. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, Y'all, if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments down below if you're going to be watching Wonder Woman, because that does come out tomorrow. True. Uh, and if you are in the States, let us know if you're going to watch it on HBO Max and what that experience is like, because mm-hmm. we can't. So we would love to hear about it. True. Um, we are going to be available later today, uh, on this channel because I'm going to be playing Hades. If you want to come watch me, I'm going to be starting at the very beginning of the game. So if you want to come watch me start my Hades run through, please Mm -hmm. come check that out. And if you are a member of our Patreon, first of all, thank you. You really make this possible. We are so grateful for all the patrons, but also come back for the Patreon tonight because... Uh, yeah, so uh, we got some spice coming on to the Patreon mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, we shot uh, the the cosplay... Was that yesterday? 
No, two days Tuesday. Ago. We shot that on Tuesday. It's all edited. It's ready to go up. Yeah. We got a fun little Christmas themed cosplay for you guys. It is um, a Christmas gift. Yes. Shall we say? It is a Christmas gift. Shall we say? Mm hmm. Um, so I'm very excited to share that with you all tonight in the Patreon if you are at that $10 tier and above. Uh, and that spices at that $20 tier because, you know, it's spicy. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's spicy this month. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Y'all, we are going to be streaming tomorrow. I, it is Christmas, mm -hmm. but we have nowhere to be. And I know that there are other people who don't as well. So we're going to do the morning show as normal. It probably won't have much news. There's all there's not very much news on a Christmas day. Yeah. Um, but we are going to talk about uh, Christmas memories and things like that. And it's going to yeah. be a fun little event. Yeah. Uh, we, we might interact with the chat a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You like asking you guys questions and... Um, just because, yeah, there probably won't be much news to talk about, mm -hmm. but it's gonna be it's gonna be nice. Um, and also, uh, after that stream, we're going to be doing a uh, we're gonna build a gingerbread tartus on stream and just do some just chatting and just hang out. Some Christmas and stuff. maybe we'll play some Christmas video games if I can find the right kind of thing to play later on in the yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, but it's gonna be fun. We hope that you join us for that. Uh, unless you have family and a place uh, to be, and then uh, go spend time with them. Yeah. Go go be with your family. I would be with mine if I could. Uh, mm -hmm. So I get it. But uh, for those of you like us who are stuck inside with nowhere to go, come hang out. We'll be here if you need someone. Um, because, you know, this is going to be a tough Christmas for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, we want to we wanna be available. Yeah, yeah. For, for most of the morning. We're probably going to take the night off. But Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be streaming throughout the morning and early afternoon. And then we'll, we'll watch Soul. <laughs> and with that, y'all, as we always say, my name's David Webb. I'm Ariel Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye.